When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHO Bulls Podcast presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, Woo! America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Yeah. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave, he is a bow. B-A-W-L Sports chiming in. They're rocking the controls. Our pal and producer, Joey Spathis. Follow him, too, at Joey Spathis. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. And we are back in studio after a little brief hiatus. Yes. Uh, bookending All-Star Weekend. Hope yes. you all enjoyed the HQ episodes that our guys Will and Mark had for you all on Friday and Monday. Check them out after this if you haven't gotten to them yet. They were actually on the mics live when the Pat Bev stuff they broke. Were. They were. It was big news. We will get to that and all of the other Bulls news that's big happened news. in between our last postgame show last week yes. and today. But first off, I just want to check in with you. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing great. You yeah. know? Um, eating all right, you know what I'm saying? Family's good. Skin is amazing. Like, yeah, I'm doing all right. Everything's smooth, man. Skin is amazing. It yeah, is skin, amazing. Skincare is important, man. You got yeah, to right, your bro. skin always looks pretty good, though. Thank you very much, Joe. Thank think. you very much. Do you, do you rock with that, like, Avita stuff or whatever that our pal Sabine uses? Or? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I won't reveal my secrets of the Wu-Tang uh, that I use, but, they're, they're, yeah, there's some things I use that playing, I put on, playing you know what I'm saying? To the chest. Yeah, with, man, with your you know, skincare routine. Let me tell you, we'll all, talk this after. is why you must have, you know, intelligent women near you, man. Women know many, many wonderful things, including how to better care for your skin. So shout out to all the women out there. You guys are wonderful. You guys are beautiful. Thank y'all. Take care. Your skin is nice, too. Since you've been taking drinking your AG1, your AG1's skin is cleared up. I had, had my travel packs with me <laughs> yeah, on, on my little mini vacay down to Texas I'm, every you, morning. You took it with you down there? Travel packs, man. With the nieces, you always drinking AG1 together? Oh, yeah. well, no. I'm sure They're, you weren't giving it to them. I'm just saying, like, in the morning. No. Uh, they, they were funny. They were like, what's that green thing you're drinking? They were like, that doesn't look like beer, Uncle Matt. And I was like, you're right, it's not. It is 9 a.m., so I'm not drinking beer yet. They said, yeah, they don't, that doesn't matter, Uncle Matt. <laughs> we see you at 8 a.m. with the beer in your hand. So come again, sir. How they know beer already? Wait, how are they? How old are they? Again? Five and three. Five and three, yeah. and they already know. Oh, Uncle they Matt know. Got the brew. Especially if I'm hanging out with them, it means I'm in vacay mode. Oh, which okay. means okay, I'm cracking a beer at one p.m. So they only maybe know, noon. They only know fun, Uncle Matt. That's all. Is that's there all any know. other kind? They don't know like stressed out covers oh. the bulls for a living, Matt. Yeah, they don't know that, Uncle Matt. They only know they fun. Uncle Matt. Do your yeah. nieces know who the bulls are? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They, they call them the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago's a little too Chicago, complex of right. a word, right? But the Chicago okay. Bulls, yeah, the they know. Bulls? Are they, they fans? They know the biggest ones. That's they know like the biggest players. Uh, they know current like, players? No. no, they know Michael Jordan. I, I taught like the first things I ever taught they my know nieces. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan mm. Scottie Pippen. Mm. Um, and then they all, I also taught them that we're good friends with Joe Will Perdue. Yes. And Kendall Gill. Kendall Gill. This you is know. true. This well, is you true. said they know some of the bigger ones. I'm like, you know, if that was, they know about if that was Big Miller? Dave's nieces, it would be like Big Dave, they'd have them in the little crib. Right. Like, say Matt Thomas. Well, so I, Say <laughs> Matt Thomas. <laughs> They're not ready for that. You know what I'm saying? I, I start them with Mike. That's where you learn. That's where you at. I brought them all to, uh, or I brought them some souvenirs for our Paris trip. Oh, okay, And I was cool. talking to them about my Paris trip, and I showed them a couple pictures, and I showed them a picture of me and Joe. Okay. And they were like, who's that? I was like, it's a basketball player. He played for the Chicago Bulls for a long time. Uh -huh. He's incredible. Your Uncle Matt loves him. Uh -huh. And I, my, my older niece, 
EJ. I was like, EJ, remember when you were like three and you met Spider-Man at that part at, at uh, your birthday party? Uh-huh. She was like, yeah. And I was like, remember how you were overcome with emotion? You were overcome with happiness because mm-hmm. you got to meet Spider-Man? She was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, that's how Uncle Matt felt when he got to meet wow. you. Wow. That's pretty big. She's a company. huge Spider-Man fan. That's some big company for her. She understood that immediately. Yeah. She was like, oh, that. I understand. <laughs> Uncle I Matt, do you love this Joakim guy more than me? No. no Maybe. I don't think they <laughs> understand. I don't think they That's understand. where we draw the Nieces line for Joe Keem. Keem. Nieces Nieces where... tied for first. Joe Keem. Second. All the rest of the crap in the world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are maybe just slightly above the rest of the crap in the world. Yeah, he didn't, our fellow oh, Bulls fans, he, of course. He didn't even mention you, Big Dave. So you're... I already know how he feels about me, You're dog. grouped in with this. the rest of us. That has written me a haikus. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> I don't need that all that dog. You know what I'm no saying? No secret how I I'm, feel it, about it, my guy. No secret, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like this man wrote me a letter after our outsiders that I read one time and never read again. It was that <laughs> emotional. And I was like, who is this dude? Like I've just known him for a year. This is the most emotional thing I've ever read in my life. That's I nice. I can't even read it no more. That's but nice I still have it. You just gotta yeah, I'm sure you do, but I you never, you don't want to go back down that, you know. No, nah, man, it was it was like man, this is heavy. Yeah, I was like, I can't no nah, man. I'm heavy. that way too, Matt. I'm not waiting. <laughs> you just gotta pinch the right vein at the right time, <laughs> and it's not all just anger and resentment and cynicism. Yes, it all comes out. Whatever, whatever vein it is, it's flowing. Speaking man. Speaking of anger, resentment, yeah, and wait. cynicism, uh huh. Lonzo Ball, <laughs> we gotta talk about him real quick. <laughs> okay. The news broke while we were on our mini break that what we all feared and expected yeah. has now officially been dropped uh shams had the first tweet uh a few days ago saying the bulls expected to shut him down and then the bulls followed that up with their own official statement from bulls vp arturis karnashovas mm-hmm. who said despite making significant in- increases in strength and function over the past several months lonzo ball continues to experience performance limiting discomfort during participation in high level basketball related activities considering the required time period to achieve the necessary level of fitness to return to play in the current stage of the nba season ball will not return this season the focus Mm -hmm. for ball will be uh continuing on the resolution of his discomfort and a full return for the 23 24 season Mm. you know that last part focusing on a uh, a resolution and a full return for the 23-24 season. It sounds basically verbatim like what they told us when they officially shut him down for the mm-hmm. season a little less than a year ago. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the that. real crummy part about all this. I feel like we just yeah. went in a gross-ass time loop. <laughs> and, oh, he's made some wonderful strides, but he still hurts every time he tries to do anything basketball-related. Yeah. And he ain't playing. But don't worry! <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. Full return for the 23-24 season. I call bullshit. Yeah, it's, it, you're right to be concerned and upset and whatever emotion bad that you have for this because it sucks. Uh, my first thought is for Lonzo. Like, right. Because I'm really just, you know, concerned for that young man and just the fact that of his basketball career. Because I think that's the one thing you keep bringing up and other people are starting to ask. Like, what about his career now? You know what I mean? Can his career be saved? When Tristan Thompson, I watched on NBA Today, and he was saying how he spoke to Lonzo Ball's agent because they have the same agency. Bulls legend, Tristan Thompson. Bulls Continue. legend, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, practice legend, you know, taking those hook shots and missing every one of them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he was speaking about how he spoke to Lonzo's agent, and he was telling them they went to – he's like, every doctor t- has touched his knee. Basically saying he's seen a million doctors that yeah. touched his knee, and nobody knows what's wrong. Everybody says this is the first they've never seen this before. Yeah. That's shit that you don't want to hear right there. I've never seen this before. When a doctor says, huh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, what is that? Those are things you don't want to hear from a doctor. So the fact that you've been to so many specialists, they don't know what it is. They don't know what it looks like. They don't know what to do for you. Um, that's what the concerning thing is so much about it. Um, I don't care that he's 25. You know what I'm saying? Of course he's young. I get all that, man. But if nobody knows what your problem is, or everybody, nobody's really seen it before, you don't want somebody, do you want somebody experimenting on you? See, you ask those questions now. Right. You already had two knee surgeries, you know what I'm saying, that said it was going to fix this. And now you're like, it seems like you're going to have to go for another one if they do figure it out what your problem is. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to have another surgery. Do you want to do that and go through that again? How bad do you want to play? 
And it just sucks, man, because you just – I was watching Lonzo Ball highlights for the past two days. Just like, God, dang, man, look at this man. dude. On the fast break, him and Caruso just taking turns, throwing each other alley-oops. Dude, that pass in Denver he made, and they, it was a great angle because it was from behind him. Mm-hmm. When Lonzo Ball gets it, and he, he made, his eyes made the defender go that way mm-hmm. after Derrick Jones threw it to him. Derrick Jones had a man on him. But for a split second, his man took his eye off of him. And Lonzo fired the most perfect pass to his left hand for an easy two points. And that's what you miss is those easy buckets. How many easy buckets he got the Bulls players, man? Nobody on our team can make that pass. Nobody has that vision. Nobody can play like that. We don't don't have that anymore. It it just hurts so much seeing that, man, because we know how much fun it was. But right now it's just time to, you know, make sure Lonzo – Quality of life is okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. okay to, you know, move around and do things. You man. miss you miss those things on the court. Bulls fans, we've all missed those things on the court. Alonzo provides that that whip smart passing you were talking about. We know about the defense. Also, dude had a habit of knocking down big threes Colossal. late in close games. Yeah. You know, last season was all about DeMar King of the fourth, rightfully so, but how many times did Lonzo knock down huge threes? Like the, the Brooklyn game in particular comes to mind, but that was one of several. A reliable knockdown three-point shooter who had the stones to take and make those shots. And the Bulls, like other than DeMar, just don't really have anybody like that right now, which is a, a true bummer. And that's the bummer, man. Um, yeah, but I, but you're, you're right also uh, to point out that the biggest bummer of all is worrying if this means Alonzo is ever going to play mm-hmm. again. That, that's where my head's at right now is feeling yeah. awful for Alonzo because he's not coming back this season after being out – Already over a year, mm-hmm. two surgeries, two rehabs from said surgeries, and it doesn't sound like he's actually closer to playing. Yeah, they said whatever they said, AK, in that statement that he's made some sort of progress, and we saw he posted some videos of him working out. And, I remember, you know, gingerly jogging on a treadmill, yes. and like, oh, here we go, With the limp. Yeah. But I think most Bulls fans in their heart of hearts knew, yeah, months ago, yeah. It just had that feeling that Lonzo wasn't going to play, and that really stinks because now it's not just about this season and the mess the Bulls are in right now, and not just about the mess the Bulls are in with a dude making $20 million the next two seasons on their books who might not ever play basketball again, but the fact that the poor guy might not play basketball again. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, uh, just one thing to add really is since the beginning of his career, you look at the games played, 52, 47, 63, 55, and 35. Mm-hmm max him out at 63 like you know I and so you're obviously have we have every reason to you don't like to speculate but there's reason to be concerned about his long-term health and I think at the very least you're realizing that you know no matter you know to what extent he's able to play I think that he's always going to be somebody that is going to be dealing with injuries and and just somebody who is dealing with dealing with uh, some different health stuff yeah and and all of them are lower extremity injuries that kept him out you know what I mean? Ankles, mm-hmm. knees, you know what I'm saying? Like those kind of things. That toes. Like those those are injuries that just really have kept him out, man. So yeah, it's it sucks for and, him, man. It really does. Uh, as uh our pal French Bulls TV pointed out in the comments, hey, another out. Bulls point guard where knees are an issue. It's like yeah, how many times do we have to deal with this? More knees. Uh it's it's really unfortunate. Your I mean your heart goes out to Lonzo and you hope that he can come back next season and play. But right now, to me, it's a fool's hope. Based on all the information we have, what leads you to believe that he's going to be in game-playing condition come you know, training camp in the early fall? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other element, and I, I touched on it briefly, but I do want to talk about it a little bit further, is the fact that the Bulls have to think about the fact that they are already a hamstrung team when it comes into this offseason and their cap situation. Mm-hmm. They are just narrowly under it, that uh, luxury tax line right now. Ball has $20.5 million next season, $21.4 million player option in 24-25, which if things look the way they look, he's picking up that guaranteed money. Without a doubt. Uh, on the remainder of his contract, so two more seasons after this one, sure. the back end being the player option. Bobby Marks on Twitter the other day after this Lonzo news broke said there is a mechanism for salary relief, yeah. but that would require the knee injury to be deemed career 
ending. Correct. Because Correct. it does not fall under the DPE or the NBA's disabled player exception, right. which I know some Bulls fans earlier this season were saying, hey, can we get some of that action if Lonzo ain't going to play? The Bulls did not go that route. I don't know about you. I didn't hear anything about the Bulls filing for that because maybe they were holding out some slim hope that Lonzo would come back. Yeah. And there are a lot of rules in red tape. Like I was on the DPE definition and you know all the, the nooks and crannies of the rules of that section of SpotRack's contract, uh, website the other day. It's complicated. But basically, the Bulls could, if they got the DPE, get uh, a player for... Uh, injured player salary for whom the DPE is granted has a salary of $10 million. For 22-23, the DPE value would be worth five. There is a cap, however. Uh, if the injured player, say, was making $30 million this season, the DPE value would be capped at $10.49, okay. the equivalent to the non-taxpayer MLE, or mid-level exception, for this season. But, again, that's the disabled player exception for a player in season being shut down for the rest of the season. Mm. So maybe that could have applied to Lonzo last season. Right, correct. But I, I don't even think that Lonzo's current situation applies. And Bobby Mark said there is something else the Bulls could do for cap relief moving forward, but they would have to definitively, or Lonzo would have to definitively say it's career ending. Yeah. And I don't think he is ready to do that as dark as things seem right now. And he shouldn't be. Because why would he? Yeah, why would you be ready to say, no, my career is over? No, you still hold out the hope and you see – if this can, problem can be fixed, because you're in new territory, according to doctors. You're in territory that no one's ever been in before. And you, you went from bone bruise to you know, debris in a nerve. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, everybody's just figuring it out. And I don't want him to get to the point where they start treating him like, like a car, like a Cadillac. Hey, let's just open up the hood and root around in there and see, see what we can find. That's No, you can't do that. So... Yeah, man, all you can do is just really hold out that hope for him. And I know he says he's a positive guy and a positive mentality, and I'm sure he has one, but it has to weigh on him some kind of a little bit, you know what I mean? Like knowing that you might not be able to play anymore. Because like you said, if they make that move, that means you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, that means you're done. Forget the relief on some money. You just told the man his career is over, bro. You know what I mean? Like over, over an injury. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something he couldn't even control. And one that even looked like it was a big deal. I remember it. It was the Golden Skate game on national TV. Yeah. I remember it well. It's kind of like landed funny or something, yeah. hopped off a little bit. Yeah. And, and the Bulls went and got destroyed. But it was the way he walked off. Like, it didn't look so super bad. You know, like usually you see super bad, immediately you think of Derrick Rose. You knew it. It was super bad. You know what I mean? Or and Jonah Hill. Or Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe McLovin. Well done. Well done, sir. <laughs> Excellent job. Excellent job. <laughs> but, yes. Bill so, renewable yeah. and rechargeable saying, is he tradable in the offseason if a team wants him? Yeah, I believe so. That's just like a NBA 2K thing that you can't trade injured players. I mean, yeah, that's – If a team wants if him. If a team right? wants him. I don't know who's – you know, he's got right. he's got a decent $20 million for another two seasons. And right. he, but, you know, again, not, like that is something that people were talking about as we were getting – Leading up to the deadline is I saw some Bulls fans throwing Lonzo's name into some trade ideas and some trade machines. And it's like, it's not a, a knock on Lonzo, yeah. who is in an, a very unfortunate situation as a player who's hurt and can't get healthy. But just from a nuts and bolts, you know, organizational decision standpoint, what team out there is eager to trade for Lonzo Ball if Lonzo Ball can't play? I think it would have to be a situation where the Bulls were like attaching picks for somebody to take on that contract, you know, mm -hmm. like how OKC was taking on a bunch of, like, a, you know, a team that was fine taking on two years of salary and just saying, we'll take the assets. But you're you're dumping picks to, yeah. to get yeah. off that contract at that point. You, you, you would don't have really to. have, yeah. Right, well, they, right, we don't even have that <laughs> option. We got that option. So, yeah, it's, tough. it's a tough situation all around for everybody involved. But, again, especially my focus is on Lonzo. I, these people... I swear somebody else said something similar when we were talking about Lonzo a few months back. Alex in the comments, Lonzo's rich. I wouldn't cry about it. Would Bro, you Would you please get out of here with that nonsense? I I, no, we're talking about his actual basketball You're talking plane. about a guy whose entire life has been about working his way towards being an NBA player. Right. And he's there, and he made it. And he might not get to play again. That sucks, man. All the money in the world, you think that that's just going to make that mental and emotional scar heal faster? Real talk. Like, that sucks, bro. Man. Period. Like, injuries and cutting careers. Ask Michael Red. You know, ask Brandon Roy. Ask Greg Oden. 
You know what I'm saying? Like them dudes, their whole lives, this is what they wanted to do. And then it got taken away from them. Forget that they had the money. Ask them if they trade that just to play in the NBA again. I guarantee you the answer is yes. They want to play, man. It's what they want to do their whole lives, bro. It ain't about that money, eh? Ain't about the money, AT. Tell mm-hmm. me. Ain't about the money, bro. It's not. I feel like there are uh, a million different phrases, song lyrics that say <laughs> that very thing. Ain't it's about not the money, money, money. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was where his brain is. Yeah. We share a brain, sadly. <laughs> sadly. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes I, it's I, I, You guys are 100% right. Like, it's, it's all about him and his what he's lost for his career but I do like that my mind flashes where I think at least for Lonzo it's fortunate for him that he's been able to build up his brand off the court and he is like a guy that you know where even and it's no consolation but like you know where I look at Lonzo and say like you know you'll have a a career as a businessman and be part of the culture of the NBA and basketball maybe coaching if he wants to get into that so his basketball IQ is off the chart right and so I think even if you look at it like Lonzo's got I think a better outlook than a ton of guys who have been in this position where he's he's monetized capitalized on a ton of things off the court he's you know for somebody who hasn't played an all-star game like he's as big of a celebrity as you're going to be in the NBA for what he's like so I mean you know it's no consolation obviously but you know I, I think that the ones you're I just right. named you were the, are the examples. Right, you know what I'm saying? right. What you're saying. And they're right. not as, they're, right, and they weren't as fortunate in that aspect of where, where Lonzo has advanced in his career. Although, right. you know, I agree he would trade it to play again, no question. All of it, yeah, for real. Jay uh, Williams, uh, shit. Yeah, I saw Jay's name come up in the comments earlier tonight, man. Oh, man. One, one, you know. One wrong turn on a motorcycle, man. It's it's a damn shame. In your contract. Uh, So, obviously, um, wishing nothing but the best to Lonzo as he continues to move through this. The Bulls are in a tight spot here. Not just this season, but for the next seasons moving forward, given the fact that they have 40-plus million on their books for a player who might not be playing. Uh, And that makes things... Even harder for the Bulls who are in a sticky spot. Uh, all right, we got to take a quick break. When we come back on the other side, more news that has developed over the last couple of days. More roster moves. Guys getting waived. Guys getting brought in. Mm. Among those, Chicago guy Patrick Beverly. We'll talk about all that next. Coming up after the break, while we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors, do us a solid hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along on YouTube. Helps us out a lot. And, of course, make sure you're subscribed to CHGO Sports on YouTube. Yes. Big Dave. Yes. I like Foco, man. You do? Me I too. Okay, it's nice. In Chicago, guess what? You've already got the awesome best coverage right here. All this right here is that awesome best coverage that you need. And so, since you got that, why don't you go ahead and get fitted out in the best sports gear around? That is a Foco. See that dramatic pause? Ah, Foco gets you covered from Soldier Field to the living room. North to the south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in Twix. Get decked out like Damar. <laughs> With apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles. Uh, that's Foco. Looking for that perfect gift for that football fan in your life? Because I guarantee you, you got one. And if you don't, what kind of life are you living? Come on. Get a football fan in your life. And then go get them a hoodie to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. So check out Foco.com. Or click that link in your description below. For all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO to get yourself 5-10% off. Do that now because it's FOCO. Faux show. Boom. FOCO. <laughs> what? Whoa. Outer space. Just adding a little sound effects. Outer space. That's Joey's You're adding for you. <laughs> Joey's supposed to have the effects. Today's episode of CHGO Bulls I didn't Pod. know I was supposed to do that. Also brought to you by our friends at DraftKings, who are still offering you those amazing NBA no-sweat same-game parlays, meaning put down a same-game parlay for any NBA action on deck as we resume post-All-Star break. we got a fresh slate of games tomorrow night, and then a bunch more Friday, including a Bulls game Friday, uh, where you can have a no-risk same-game parlay. If it doesn't hit, you get a bonus bet back. Bonus. Why not? So, download the app, opt in to that no-sweat same-game parlay, and make your picks, and then make your money. Mm. Plus, there's that amazing offer for new users with promo code CHGO to make any $5 bet on NBA action and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. $5 turns into $200 Mm. in bonus bets. I'm not a math scientist. 
What? But that <laughs> is good. That is a small number turning into a much bigger number. Yes. There, thank you. You're thank, you thank you for that. <laughs> Boo! Uh, and because we are off Tuesday, which is usually our pick of the weekday, we're going to do pick of the week today. And looking at tomorrow night's NBA action. Okay. I see some Boston Celtics. You see them? I see them. Who uh, Also, shout out to JJ Redick. I was listening to his most recent post-All-Star game pod. He said that we need to put an asterisk on that Jason Tatum record-breaking point total in the All-Star game. Because that All-Star game was doo-doo. Because no defense was being Yeah, oh, 55 points. Cool. As far as I can remember from maybe you guys can educate me, I I don't remember them ever playing defense in the All-Star game. It wasn't a thing. Uh, Not not, (laughs) not before before you were old enough to watch. This All-Star game was boring. I fell asleep on the couch watching. Yeah, but I'm not blaming the defense for it. Right. Okay, continue with DraftKings. They never played defense. They played hard back in the day, Joe. I hit Tatum MVP on draft. At least harder than that. Yes, well, that's true. Anyway, Celtics are playing the Pacers tomorrow night. Celtics favored by eight. Uh, Minus eight is at minus 110. You can go that route if you want to play it safe. I think the Celtics are going to handle the Pacers. The Pacers are junk. We can't beat them, but that doesn't take away from the fact that they are junk and trying to lose games. Uh, or if you want some plus money on that, uh, you can push the Celtics spread, pick your own to minus nine and a half. That gets okay. you plus 115. Okay. Celtics are just a giant bulldozer, and they're they're rolling people. And, I mean. Steamrolling, bro. That, they that, older, man. They I think they're it. taking care of the Pacers. Like, I, uh, I, I'm pretty sure uh, they are in Indy. Doesn't matter to me. Celtics take care of business, take care of the Pacers. They're a minus – Eight is my DraftKings pick of the week. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up. You could also take the Bulls to lose on Friday. That'll probably cash out for you. All right, more business to attend to. Real quick, maybe my favorite news that happened while we were gone. Okay. Adrian Wojnarowski on Tuesday tweeting, the Bulls are expected to waive Tony Bradley today to clear a roster spot. Design guard Patrick Beverly, What's sources tell ESPN. <laughs> Joey, I sent you the link. Do we have this clip that we could pull up oh. that will be the thing that Tony Bradley is always and forever oh, yeah. remembered for? Yeah, let's piss Big Dave off Bulls again. Fans. Let's piss Big Dave off again. Because Nothing makes me angrier than watching this. My first thought <laughs> when I saw that was, I'm going to make a joke about Tony Bradley trying to get into the African Center for practice today (laughs) and pull security escorting him out. (laughs) And then somebody in the replies was like, how long have you had this in your drafts on Twitter? I was like, actually, I just drafted it today, but it's there. We'll see. We'll see. It's there. But here it is, man. Well, Joe's getting ready. There it is right there. You see him? Sticks his leg out. He was dirty for it. Yeah. Let's go off of that first of all. Stuck his leg out. And then tried to act tough. And he said, well, you can't wear no hat in here, bro. You can't wear no hat in the club. You got to go. Can't wear no hats in the club, fam. You out. You got to ride. Got to ride. Picked up and carried a 6'11", dude. Dude, I'm talking, I remember being, doing this show, and I yelled about this. (laughs) I was so mad, dog. I was like, there's no coming back from this. I remember saying it. it, There is no coming back Never living that that down. You never. No, it's actually wild that. They didn't cut him the next day. Yeah, I agree. I was like, he's done. Your career, you have been embarrassed as like a man on the court. Yes, a man. <laughs> Serious. Like, like, dude, you're done. He picked him up and walked him that is half an adult. the court. That is an adult he did that too. A seven-foot-tall adult. He just picked him up and walked him. Walked him. Like, it didn't look like his back hurt. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just picked him up. la di da di da no, you go over here, sir. This is where you belong. And he let him. Uh, and you see, now it's what I call an elbow. Right then and there, bro. What, what you do? Well, pow. Right. Like, bro, no, man. And no. I mean, the other no. thing that I can't help but notice no. is that none of Tony Bradley's teammates were like, hey, Stephen Adams, <laughs> exactly. maybe can you put him down? Exactly. Before this escalates. Exactly. No, all of his Bulls teammates were like, yeah, Stephen, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Take him away. Right, right. Right, he tried to steal somebody. Yeah, like, going out of here, man. I saw he got a hat in his pocket. Go yeah, ahead, get that out of there, Steven. So, as someone who talks oftentimes, Big Dave, about Bulls players that maybe let us down mm-hmm. when they are relieved of their services for this Bulls organization, uh-huh. you tell them to get in the van. I do. Sometimes, if you feel like they aren't that bad as far as what they brought versus falling short of expectations, mm-hmm. you say there are other modes of transportation. Sure. 
yes. that are better than an unmarked van. Absolutely right. Where who knows what happens to them after they get thrown into it. This is true. Where is Tony Bradley on that scale? Is he getting thrown in the van just mm. because of that Steven Adams moment alone? Well, or where is he? Well, let me explain. First, uh, there, there are three modes There's of three the transportation. Modes. There's you can, there you can fly, you get a plane, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you get a different kind of plane, but it, you, know, you get a plane. There's a bus. You can get a different kind of bus, depending. You know, some people might get the Greyhound. Some people might get the dollar ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, just all depending. You know what I mean? And then there's the van. There are no different types of vans. There's the van. You get in the unmarked van, period. One van might have seats. One van might not have seats. But it was like those Mercedes van. vans we were riding around in in Paris. Yeah. Because that's the only XL sized Uber anything in <laughs> right. Paris. No, not the black Mercedes van. It. If I'm breaking, it won't have no seats. It will have like <laughs> nails or something. You know, it won't be pleasant. It's not going to be pleasant about this ride. You'll be captured, hood on, thrown in, and driven out of town. Tony Bradley got a van, period. <laughs> he was going to get one. But that, when he got carried out the club, listen, the van was made that day. You hear me? The, I picked up the phone, and I called my people, and I said, did y'all see that? They said, yeah. Will you get it ready? We got you. The van was ready that day, ready and gassed. I promise you, that van's going to be full of tank of gas, all of full tank of gas. Engine is great. You know what I'm saying? Tires are wonderful because we getting your ass out of here, man. Yep, Tony Bradley Right in the van, sir. You are in the van. You should see what I tweeted when they fired. I'm going to send it to you immediately. I tweeted out the van. It's immediately when he got up out of here. It was about that damn van, dog. He uh, in the van. Chirac Bobby uh, shout out saying, what about the walk home, Dave? Like, what about, like, not even giving him the the van ride, no, but see, just walking? When people say I that. I think it's more degrading to no, get thrown into a van. No, when people say that to me, I tell them I want them out of town as soon Faster. as possible. Faster. Get out. <laughs> Get out. I don't want to see you walking around my streets. Right. Get out. You want the van loaded and then peeling out. <laughs> you out of here, bro. As soon as possible. I don't want to see you walking. People might have sympathy for you. They see you walking. Oh, man, you all right? We picking you up? Hell no. Mm. Unmarked van. Get out. Bye. You're gone. We ain't got time for this. Tony Bradley was. Uh, and the fact that he's wearing number 13. Dude, that. For me, it was like, come on! I, I didn't like it when he came here and chose I thirteen. Remember. I remember, and he was like, "Well, I'm doing it in honor of Joe Keen. And I was like, "Okay, I remember this. Still don't love it." Yeah, but in that moment, you know who Stephen Adams is not picking up and carrying off the court? When his brother, Joe Keem Noah, <laughs> his Aquaman. Brother. Yeah, his Aquaman twin, Joe Keem Noah, is would never ever. I don't care how strong Stephen Adams is, right? Joe Keen would throw it out in that moment. I think there's a lot of people that would have. They should have made him change his number midseason after that incident. I completely agree with you. You lost all rights and privileges to that number, sir. No, he's got to go. Goodbye. Peace out. Wish you luck. Arena Dirty. Whatever you want to say. (laughs) But I'm talking about as soon as Woes hit the tweet, all he heard in his drive was, (laughs) Because it pulled up. Immediately pulled up, man. Ready to go. Get in. Yeah. Look out. Get in. Uh, shout out to our guy Hayes from CSGO Bull Central. Logs on Bulls hanging out in the comments saying Tony Bradley had a double double in a single quarter. Uh, but then the Steven Adams thing happened, and that's how he will always be remembered. Facts. Yeah. True story. Facts. True. I wouldn't even remember story. him for that double double. I promise you. He wouldn't even remember for that either, Dude. man. You know what I mean? There it is. Look at the van, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Get that van up out of here, dog. Soon as possible. And if that van falls in the river and sinks, eh, what do you worth that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on. <laughs> Count on that. that. That's the line. <laughs> yeah, that's man. the line. Yes, that, man. that is the line. Sustaining yes. <laughs> yes. essentially serious injuries. Yes, we do yes, not that want that. He can swim up to the surface if he gets out of it. Oh my! I'm not advocating if for he gets out of it. Ultimate <laughs> demise of one Tony Bradley. You said if he gets out of it. <laughs> that's what you said. That's what I'm saying. Matt Peck, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But yeah, he's gone. Tony Bradley's off the squad. We're all right. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, Somebody in the comments uh, (laughs) mentioning the fact that Tony Bradley had a really good game against the Bulls at one point in time in the past. Therefore, the Bulls signed him. That's what the Bulls do. Yes. And speaking of which, uh, they said, you know, uh, Andrew in the comments said, so welcome Terry Taylor. 
a guy who had a couple of career games yes. against the Bulls in a Pacers jersey Correct. spanning the last two seasons. Did. He had a season-high 11 points against us in that game that we coughed up a million-point lead. I remember. So that's great. That was the other roster move that happened. So Tony Bradley out, Pat Bevin. We'll get to mm -hmm. Pat Bevin in a second. But also the Bulls waving Malcolm, Bra uh, Malcolm Hill, right. one of their two-way contract players, and mm -hmm. in his place bringing in Terry Taylor of mm -hmm. Austin P. State. Guy who went undrafted, mm -hmm. has played in 59 games for the Pacers spanning last season and this season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Dave. I, you know, I did a little bit of digging and homework on Terry Taylor after that news broke. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, an undersized power forward who can't shoot threes? Great. Welcome aboard. Fit right <laughs> in. You got plenty of those. Why? Uh, because he's also... Um, has a toughness about him. You know what I'm mm. saying? Obviously, the Bulls are getting guys who are tough. You know what I'm saying? Getting guys who are strong. And uh, I would say that his wingspan is really long. Like, even though he's like a 6'4", I believe his wingspan is like 6'11". He's listed at 6'5". Okay, his wingspan is like 6'11", okay. which is quite insane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really, really crazy. So, you would never even – he's one of those guys you would never know he was 6'4", unless they told you he was 6'4". Uh, he's one of those kind of guys. Seriously. Like, when I saw him playing, like, against, like, Julius Randle and stuff like that, I thought they were the same height. Yeah. I did. And I thought they were the same height. No, he is no much shorter. Um, you're right. Not a great three-point shooter, but he will shoot it. I like the fact he's left-handed. I always like left-handed players. I always feel like that's an advantage on some kind of level. Um, but it's the toughness factor, honestly, and just filling your, your bench with somebody who won't get carried out the club. It's really that simple. Like, it really is. Like, okay, he won't get carried out the club. Cool. Our guy uh, Larry O uh, really likes him as well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He he, he has uh, he, he speaks highly of him, and I trust Larry O's opinion on on a lot of basketball things. So Larry O is vibing with him. Then I was like, okay, well he must be solid then. But from what I've watched, yeah, and what I've looked at, and what I've solid, what I've seen, he's got a he's got a solid basketball IQ. Yeah, he's not a dummy. You know what I mean? And to be 6'4 and a power forward, you can't, you're not allowed to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be some kind of uh, IQ out there to be able to play. So, and he's not like he's going to be playing. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? he's That's a two way guy. Right. I mean, you know he I mean? took Malcolm Hill's spot. How yeah. often did we see Malcolm Hill? So, like, their last, their last game before All Star break, when they were shorthanded by, you know, several guys, yeah. Malcolm Hill got some tick. Yeah. If, you know, DeMar can play, if Caruso stays healthy. Everybody else on this squad can come back from whatever minor, you know, ailments had them sitting out towards the end of, uh, you know, the, leading up to the All-Star break. We might not see this guy at all. Right, right, right. There, however, might be some Bulls fans saying, hey, give him, a, give him a better look. If the Bulls season continues to circle the drain and is halfway down the damn drain at this point, <laughs> throw him in there. Yeah, I saw somebody earlier in the comments calling for Marco Hours. Yes. That's where we are. Yeah, and that's what he will provide. Good luck. Uh, yes. Hold your breath on that one, by no, the way. No, Not happening. Not happening at all. Um, and provides you just an option. At least I like his option better than I do Tony Bradley's option. Yeah. Only because of the toughness. Honestly, that is it. Not because of the size. Obviously, Tony Bradley's bigger, and he can block shots better. And we found out he's one of the greatest three-point shooters to ever exist. After we found out, after he won his three-point championship. So he, you'll lose that as well. Oh, no. But I like the toughness factor of him, and I like the IQ of him. So if he does put him in for a minute or two, he'll be fine. But, again, he's not going to be playing like that, man. Like, he's, he's a guy, you know, to fill out your roster. Right, yeah. Um, speaking of fringe guys, two-way guys, I see uh, our pal Demond in the comments saying what's going on with – the uh, summer league dude Justin Lewis should be oh, back. We, we were just actually, talking about him. He man. just came up recently when we were yeah, chatting with the goat. I was telling y'all, I was th I was thinking was like, about man, him. Like he yeah. looked good. Yeah, man. And then sadly, had that injury happen, mm -hmm. and I I think if I recall, Will he said still a ways away. Yep. Which you know, still. Uh, guys like that maybe not the most uh, you know adept offensive weapons, but. Mm -hmm. Maybe bring a little bit more grit and grind to this, uh, this Bulls team. And he said he's always Incredible there. Incredible defender, versatile defender. Yeah. So he's always at practice. Yeah. He's always there working on, on his craft, man. I I was I loved him in, in, in the Summer League. Just yeah. Watching how loved he played. Summer League guys, two-way guys, fringe guys. Yeah. Justin Lewis, in yeah. our short window of looking at him, I was like, oh, he might be a player. Yeah. 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 He's the one that leaped out. Even more so, we knew what Dalen was. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. But he's right. the other one that, that leaped out to you like, ooh. This looks like an NBA player. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Boo. <laughs> Same brain. Zero room. <laughs> uh, all right. One more quick break. That takes care of the minor moves. When we come back on the other side, we'll wrap up 
giving you all uh, our two cents on the Pat Bev thing because we've been gone uh, sure. while that happened. And oh my, has Pat Bev already said <laughs> some things. The Bulls just tweeted out like right before we went on the air today a sh- couple of shots of him arriving in yeah. Chicago. And yes. theoretically, they were going to make him available to the media sometime after that, but not before we went. But he was on his own podcast platform. Yes. And was saying some things after his decision to join the Bulls uh, went public. Said some things. Before we get to that, Mm -hmm. hit that thumbs up button, and we need to share with y'all the best idea you'll hear today, which Mm -hmm. is, Dave? Joining us tonight. Hello. Tonight, you're gonna have yourself a A real real good time. time. You'll feel alive. Ha, ha, ha. All right, I'm going to yes. got them queen bars. The All right, I'm going to stop. But <laughs> look at that. That's what we're going to do tonight, y'all. The interactive conversation with us. The Zoom, 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 a Zoom, a Zoom, Zoom. Hang out with us right there, y'all. Tonight, 8 o'clock, die hards only. I repeat, die hards only. Only so if you're a diehard member, come join us for the happy hour. Matt will definitely have a brew cracked. Oh, you know, we it. will be tripping and talking all kinds of whatever you want to discuss. You can ask us anything, you can hang out with us, anything you want to do. We're gonna be there for about an hour of your pleasure out there. Kicking so, it. If you're not a diehard, though, and you're like, damn, I don't want to miss this, man. I want to be down, too. Well, guess what? You can be. You can upgrade. Go straight to allchgo.com slash diehard and sign up to become one. Because you're like, well, man, that sounds cool. What do I get with that? Well, I'm glad you asked, hypothetical person. You can get yourself a free T-shirt of your choice every single year. Oh, you will get access to the premium diehard level content, y'all. 20% off of all the merch. Have you seen the merch? Do you look at it? Do you like it? Do you like that? Do you like that? Get it. You get 20% off of that every single time, y'all. Also, 20% off of those events that we got coming, including them stadium takeovers, mm-hmm. including them tailgates. Tailgate. Get yourself 20% off of that immediately just for being a Die Hard member. Also, get yourself a Die Hard member card, which is really, really cool. And the Die Hard's only Discord lounge, man. You got access to all of that. And let me tell you, that gear, there is special gear only strictly for the Die Hard fan. They don't make it available to people who are not diehards. Exclusive your special merch. self, exclusives. Since your special self is a diehard, you get exclusive diehard merchandise, y'all. So won't you join us? Won't you step on out and be a diehard member, man, and come get some of this loving because you know you need it. More of that stuff because we got more for ya. Exclusives all day long if you're rolling as a diehard with us here at CHGO. See you tonight, 8 o'clock. Die boom, hearts. boom. We in there. We can hang out in that diehard happy hour. And uh, while we're in there, we can talk about Pat Bev further. Because apparently somebody uh, in the comments I just saw said he his media availability just began. Uh-oh. So we can catch up with that we'll after we, just, we wrap yeah, up. And yes. then we can talk about it in the CHGO diehard happy hour tonight. Awesome, man. Um, Can't wait. Also, as far as things that are coming up, things to look forward to, open to everyone, a week from tonight, we are going to do a watch party at one of our favorite spots here in the West Loop. We're going to be hanging out at PB&J, PB&J. a.k.a. Pizza Beer and Jukebox. Awesome pizza joint, pizza bar uh, that's just uh, a hop, skip, and a jump northeast of our, our downtown uh, studios here uh, at CHGO. Mm-hmm. Bulls Pistons yeah. in Detroit, yeah. 6 p.m. tip-off. Uh-huh. We will be at PB&J Starting at 6 p.m. Nice. For that game. We're going to watch that game with any of y'all who want to come out and watch it with us. That's right. And then we will come back here to do post game. But uh, free event. Come hang out at the bar with us. Yeah. Get yourself some dinner. Get yourself some beers. Yep. PB&J. Pizza beer jukebox. Pizza that beer jukebox. not a sandwich. Are you going, Joey? I think so. Okay. Just making sure because the fans want to see your face, man. Are they are they checking IDs at the at the door? Oh, good question. Good question. Well, I'm 23, so it won't be oh, a problem. Oh, congratulations! My face is in my face isn't on the bottom, so I don't know if I'm officially invited, but I'll be there. Well, we're officially inviting you, Joey. We can we can add your face to the bottom. 
It's all right. I made the graphic, so. <laughs> well, if, you, if you forget your own face. Well, it was what I'm talking about. He makes himself the victim. No, it was a, te- it was a template. It was a template, and I wasn't included, but I wasn't going to. He made himself the victim. Mm-hmm. I made the graphic. How I wa- dare I not be included? I walked right into that one. <laughs> How dare you I not include myself in this thing here? How but, Joey, you are invited. How dare you? You're invited, Joey. I and know. all of y'all are invited. Uh, yeah, Come free event, go. not free. a event, a free event, but we do have one of our CHGO style Eventbrite pages for yes. this watch party. If you feel like RSVPing, Correct. so we get a good idea of how many people are going to show up. I'm going to yep. put that link in the comments right now. Boom. Just did it. Boom. Our excellent producer, Joseph Spathis, has that Eventbrite link in the comments for you. Mm-hmm. Click it right now Click while you're clack. sitting here and just RSVP. Click it a clack. Click it a clack. Click it a clack. Click it a clack, clack. RSVP, come hang out. One week from tonight. It's Bulls free. Piss and 6 o'clock. PB&J. Free. Here in the West Loop. Free. Two of my favorite things. Three of my favorite things. What's that? Four of my favorite things. Okay. Pizza. <laughs> okay. Beer. Uh-huh. Hanging out with you guys. Uh-huh. Hanging out with other Bulls fans. That's it. I like that. Hopefully he gets five of his favorite things. Bulls win. Hopefully. I, I mean, we took care of him in Paris. We did. Can we take care of him in take care of Detroit? In Detroit. Please take care of him in Detroit. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. Or, you know, maybe don't. Lemonyama! <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, you know who's not going to let that happen? Who's the Bulls this? losing to the Pistons? Who's this? Probably Pat Bev. Got that shit right. <laughs> Got that right, uh, Yikes. Mm-hmm. So... There was some whispering going on, multiple people confirming that he was talking to the Bulls. Pat Bev and his representatives were talking with the Bulls as he was getting that buyout after getting traded from the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Um, And then via his own platform, he basically made it official that he is joining his hometown team, the Chicago Bulls, post-buyout. And you should definitely go, after you're watching this with us, Go listen to slash watch Pat Bev's episode of his podcast mm-hmm. um, if you haven't already. Yeah. A lot of interesting stuff in there. A um, couple of things he said that I wanted to touch on, Dave, and then and then oh, please. you can hop in. Mm-hmm. On what it means to him to be joining the Bulls, he said, I get to rep my city on my chest. We're going to let that slide. Uh, proud. So if you think I went hard for other teams, just imagine how I'm going to go hard for this one. <laughs> This shit gonna be lit. <laughs> I don't know about you, but that's I'm like, you like him reading that? Joke? Do I need to like <laughs> mentally prepare myself for what Pat Bev in a Bulls jersey is gonna be? I think you might. I really think you might need to do that and get yourself ready, dog. Because I don't know if you're ready for the foolishness that's coming, dog. Like it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's it's gonna be in your face. Like it's what he is. You know what I mean? It's it's what he has always been. He has been this kind of person, man. So. I'm, I'm interested to see what it looks like. I kind of got an idea about what it's going to look like. And he gave us an idea about what it's going to look like. So I'm ready for all of the chaos. Bring me the chaos. I want all of it, man. They, you, know, you know what I've been talking about. You know what I've been screaming about, man. Say it. You know I've been hollering about goon. <laughs> Goondom. I need it. Everybody's too cool on the team. Everybody's nice. Everybody's cool with it. Dalen's not. He's a goon, a complete one, a complete goon. He but he's a rookie. You. Correct, correct. He <laughs> or will. Or tangent. But he's nice. You know, I'm still say he's nice, but he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for him to take that position. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell does he look like telling DeMar DeRozan? Calls him his little brother. He can't tell Zach Levine <laughs> this. You know what I mean? But Patrick Beverly can. <laughs> Patrick Beverly can walk up in here and do these things, man. And that's all I really wanted. We could get into the basketball side of it in a minute. But the main thing for me, Matt, was just that. The kick betwixt the crack. I wanted somebody to get betwixt the crack of one guy named Zachary. I've said it a million times on this show. I wanted somebody to get in him, period, and point blank. The first words (laughs) out of this dude's mouth. Man. You see it right there. You know me. I'm going to be on Zach Levine's ass. (laughs) I'm going to give him the energy that he needs. Destroy people. Me and DeMar, we good. I got, you know, I got a popping five in Vooch. He's excited. You know what I mean? Get in his ass. He wants Zach to be that killer, man. Yeah. And that's what he's going to try to help him achieve every night. I think it is very pertinent and interesting that his podcast co-host guy who, like, tees him up with talking points Mm -hmm. asked him about his fit 
here with this bull, this current Bulls roster? Mm-hmm. And that was somewhere in his answer. Mm. Touching on all three of the Bulls' big three, Zach, DeMar, and Vooch. Vooch, he's excited to have a big man who can shoot that he can pass to. Yeah. DeMar, he said, we good, we cool. Zach Levine, in the ass. In the ass, bro. I feel like one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> and that yes. was on purpose. Yes, it was. And and I think guys like Zach would respond to this only because I'm only speaking because of Zach Levine's father. And Zach talked about his father, how he used to be on him constantly. And if you've seen him, Zach Levine work out. professional football player. Yes, correct. His workouts with his dad look like no jokes. <laughs> no jokes at all, man. All right? No jokes. His pops is no nonsense and that kind of person. Who is like that on this team that he would actually have to listen to and have respect for? You know what I'm saying? That one dude who will – you you're not going to out crazy Pat Bev. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. You think you cool? You you ain't going out crazy this dude. You know what I'm saying? It's just not going to be. Oh, you won't listen to me? I will stop this game. You have this conversation with you at half court. We will have this conversation about it at half court. That's the only thing I'm looking for. I just I don't know how about the wins and losses and all that other stuff about it. I don't even know if it affects that. You know what I'm saying? Even that highly. But I know it will affect how this team plays. Yeah. The effort that they will give on the floor. That's what I've been preaching and, and getting mad about. And you might not listen. A lot of people might not like goons. If, you know what I'm saying? You might not need think it's a needed thing. But you can't name me a winning team without one. You might not like it, but you can't name me one. It don't exist. You got to have one on your team. You have to have a Patrick Beverly type on your team if you're going to have that success. It's just what it is, man. It's what it is in the game of basketball, and he provides that. Uh, shout out to our pal Jimmy from UK Chicago Bulls, who's hanging out in the chat, and said, if Pat Bev is on the team you're playing against, you hate him. If he's on your team, you love him. Let's go. That's it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, that's how I hope I'm going to feel about this mm-hmm. a couple weeks from now. Because mm-hmm. I've been watching Pat Bev for most of his NBA career, and I'm mm-hmm. like, man, you crazy. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes not good crazy, but like unhinged crazy. I feel like Joaquin was just always flirting with that line uh-huh. of unhinged crazy and Barely hinged crazy. Yeah, because but he had someone who was just as crazy in Tom Thibodeau. Thibs was insane. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. And so whatever your level was, Thibs was gonna meet you there. Pat Bev did speak very highly of Billy Donovan in his some of his remarks on that podcast. Um so we know he's a fan of Billy. Okay. Uh so you know, he's one of the small club of people who are, you know, <laughs> bulls related these days, apparently, according to our comments every night. Um but I look the th- the one thing that it comes down to for me, like we know what he can give you on the defensive end. Yeah. He can occasionally knock down threes. He was talking himself about this recent stretch of games over the last couple of months with the Lakers. He's shooting at about a 40% clip. You love that. Yeah. He can do a little bit of playmaking as well. To me, it's how will this Bulls team, with all these pieces that have been together for two years now and aren't getting the results they expect of themselves and we expect from them, mm-hmm. going to react to a cluster bomb mm-hmm. of a person and a personality like Pat Bev joining that locker room when he's getting in the ass of Zach Levine and talking about it openly braggadociously like yeah you know what you know what, what I'm about how is that going to be received right because if there are any splinters that exist in that Bulls locker room already mm-hmm. and based on what we've seen in this recent stretch of games I got to believe there are have to believe yeah. there are do those splinters become healed with a guy like him coming in and bringing everybody together or do those splinters become serious cracks Mm, i like that and he's gonna allow that to be seen you know what i'm saying one way or another you're gonna find out the damage to your foundation right you know i'm saying how severe it is that's a great point um the other reason i wanted him in here is i know who he's coming after you already said zach pat is in that too he's coming after pat as well Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying like he's going man look the second he see this person and what he can do and then realize, dude, what you ain't on this level? Betwixt. <laughs> He's in there. But this is the other thing that I, other reason I wanted him here. Uh, Joey, can you play this, please? This is the other reason I wanted I wanted Pat Bev here, man. Run that Joseph. I should get that. That right there, 
That was the offseason. Did you hear the words he said? He sees himself in you. He's looking to make you better. Tell me you don't see a little Pat Bev when you watch a Dayton Terry play with that kind of insanity. You know what I mean? He's got that kind of mentality with that. That When I saw that, that was the first thing I thought of. And I said, oh, my God, yes. I want to see what this looks like now. Now he gets to sit with him. Now he gets to study with him a little bit and gets to learn a little bit more from him. So the fact that Pat Bev said that to him or feels that way about him and was going at his ass like that, and he was telling him, no, it wasn't because he was mad at you, because he sees something. He sees himself in you, and he wants to make you better. Come on and make him better then, man. I'm ready for all that. That's the other reason I wanted Pat Bev here. I mean, putting the right frame of work ethic into the younger guys, yeah. absolutely. Uh, you know, if they need a swift kick in the butt, absolutely. Um, this is fascinating. Our guy Marquez hanging out in the comments. Marquez. He just said an actual quote from Pat Bev at his press conference right now. I told Zach, your job here is not to pass at all. <laughs> your job is to put the ball in the basket. Tell him again. That is both <laughs> illuminating. Tell, tell him again. And terrifying. <laughs> tell him again. Wait, you look, we love catch and shoot, Zach. We love getting to the rack, Zach. Uh-huh. But the phrase don't pass to me. It sounds way too uncomfortably similar to dribble. And we hate when Zach dribbles. You can't pass, Zach. Uh, it, it's, become, it's become apparent to me that the people may not have been able to hear that clip. Because oh, <laughs> of a, a difficulty on my end. No but worries. Well, it was basically it just... It was a summer league coach yes. hyping up... Er, Dale, er, Earl Watson, former NBA player Earl Watson. Hyping up Dalen Terry about after the fact when Pat Bev came into a summer league practice and was getting into him. Yes. And was, telling, and was telling him that he sees himself in you. You know what I mean? And the fact your coach singles you out and points that out to you. I mean, all of that, all of that just said a whole lot to me about one, Daylon Terry, and the other was Patrick Beverly. It just said a whole lot to me about both of them. So the fact he gets to continue that is what I like. The fact he gets to sit next to him, you know what I'm saying, and be in him because Patrick Beverly is going to be in him. Like, this is what he is. This is what he do. So the fact that he's going to give him more of this stuff, to, to this dude who's already playing with that kind of fire that you like, you know what I mean? At least me. Like, that kind of fire and veracity that you like, man, and ferociousness on the floor, but has a basketball IQ with it, you know what I mean? 13-7-6 and six in a game where you got some real minutes for the first time. It's nothing to sneeze at, you know what I'm saying? I don't care how you slice that. It's nothing to sneeze at. So, I'm just excited to see what Pat Bev is going to be like for Dalen Terry and the young guys, but... More so him, it's definitely Patrick Williams. Definitely 100% Patrick Williams I am looking at. I know Zach Levine because I think Zach Levine can handle that. Like I just talked about his dad. I think he can take that kind of shit. Io, I think he can take that kind of thing. You know what I mean? He's from here. I think he can take that, bro. I don't know what Patrick can take or not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I have no idea yet, but we're about to find out. We're about to find out. We're about to find and out. And I think that either way – it's going to be entertaining. Yes, yes. It Pat Bev's presence might help this Bulls team and this Bulls locker room, or it might not. Yeah. But all I'm thinking right now is freaking Maximus saying, <laughs> "Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained already? Are you not entertained? Like, are you not entertained already by the quotes? You this is not why you are here. <laughs> I'm entertained by the quotes alone already, man." man. I'm loving Man. it, bro. I, I want more of this, bro. I also, among this. his many quotes from the podcast, uh, tanking, not in his vocabulary. Nope. So any Bulls it. fans hoping for a turn towards the tank, get that. Pat Bev will be snatching victory from the jaws of defeat in maybe ways that we don't want him to. But again, I saw somebody in the comments refer to him as playing Pat. Yep. You know that that's still the stated goal of this organization. Yes. They're in 11th right now. Yes. Win a few games. You know, put that six-game losing streak behind you yep. and at least get to the play-in to maybe get into the playoffs. I, I think it's fair that a lot of Bulls fans don't see that as the best path forward right now because mm. I think it's logical to look at that and say, that's not the best best path <laughs> forward right now. But that's where they want to go, and yeah. Pat Bev is on board. Yeah. Dude, he told, Pat, he told him, you put the ball in the basket. <laughs> Once you pass it, go score. Go score. Go put the Zach, ball in the basket. Don't unless you're double teamed, then maybe pass. Yeah, no. Listen, I'm, I'm sure he. I'm sure it's a bunch of basketball terminology things that he's oh. not meaning in that. But the bottom line of what he said is correct. You know what I mean? What What Zach do you like more? <laughs> do you like scoring Zach more? Or you like uh, uh, facilitating Zach more? Because for my money, I like 49 point Zach a little bit more. 
That's what I like. I like catch and shoot Zach a little bit more than six or six six assists Zach. I really do. And now, actually, give me a point guard with the basket. Even though Patrick Beverly's not a bring the ball up kind of ah, guy. Ah, yes, the Bulls. He's definitely you know what an off-ball. What they're really ball, short dude. on is point guards by definition, but not by actual game. <laughs> right, exactly. We got we we were, we were fresh out of those for a while. Fresh out. Oh wait, no, we've always had seven. Fresh of them. out seven. We've always had seven point guards yeah. who aren't point guards, and I, it's just my favorite thing in the world. I can't wait to see how just how this. These guys respond. Like, I really want to know how Ayo responds. I really want to know how Zach, DeMar, like you said, he already knows. We've seen, we watched it up close. Yeah. How, mm-hmm. how DeMar and, you know, Pat Bev going at each other. You know what I mean? So we've seen it up close. So. Um, we're, we're about out of time here. But oh. speaking of Bulls point guards that didn't work out, shout out to our guy, Chris Dunn, He's who back. got himself a 10 day with Utah. Yeah. Back teamed up with his old pal Lowry Markkinen. Yes. Who I don't think ever got an assist from Chris Dunn in the whatever that was, three seasons they played together. Yo, the, the great thing great about this is I get to hear Matt do this again. Chris Dunn. <laughs> Did you see what Chris Dunn don't It's tonight? coming back. It's coming back, baby. Oh, I can't wait. Play him, you cowards. Play him. Give him minutes. 35 see minutes. How, oh, 30, no, he's fouling out in six. Fair. Fair point. Six minutes, six fouls. Fair point. The Chris Dunn specialty. Chris Dunn specialty. I can't wait. All right, y'all, we're logging off for now. But all you CHO diehards out there, we will be hanging out with y'all at 8 o'clock. That's right. 90 minutes from now in that CHO diehard virtual happy hour. Yes. Going to get me some Goose Islands. Yes, you are. Going to pop one open. Yes, you are. We're going to sit and talk with y'all. Yes, we about are. About anything, whatever's on your mind. Uh, until then, follow us on Twitter, Bulls underscore Peck. Bow. Bow. B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. At Joey Spathis is our producer. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Good to be back, Bulls Nation. Missed y'all, man. Missed y'all. Yeah, Missed y'all. Man. Missed doing this. Yeah, man. We'll talk to y'all diehards at 8. We are back in studio tomorrow. Yes. With Ayo Desumu. Hey. My Going to be here. Flag we'll get his thoughts on fellow <laughs> Chicago and Pat Bev. Yeah. Join him. See you right. Be good. Peace.